focusing on an emerging generation of kings. Galatians chapter 5. I intend to be more tutorial this morning, but I will prophesy and preach in between. So let your spirit and your heart be open. Galatians chapter 5 from verse 6. Can we read together from 6 to 26 at the count of 3, 2, 1. I say then, walk in the spirit and you shall not fulfill the lost. That's the Galatians 6. I'm sorry, Galatians 5. I was actually looking at 5. 5 from 16. I guess that's where, you know, the... All right, no wonder you guys were looking quiet. I thought you wanted to eat the fruit already. Let's go. I say then, walk in the spirit and you shall not fulfill the lust of the flesh. For the flesh lusts against the spirit and the spirit against the flesh. And these are contrary to one another. So that you do not do the things that you wish. But if you are led by the Spirit, you are not under the law. Now the works of the flesh are evident, which are adultery, fornication, uncleanness, lewdness, idolatry, sorcery, hatred, contentions, jealousies, outbursts of wrath, selfish ambitions, dissensions, heresies, envy, murders, drunkenness, revelries, and the like, of which I tell you beforehand, just as I told you before in time past, that those who practice such things will not inherit the kingdom of God. But the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, long-suffering, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness self-control against such there is no law and those who are christ's have crucified the flesh with its passions and desires if we live in the spirit let us also walk in the spirit let us not become conceited provoking one another somebody say amen Father, we receive the spirit of truth. Holy Spirit, show us the Christ and show us the areas of our lives in which the flesh must be identified and modified so that the essence of your life will take ascendancy through our operations and our expressions and that we'll see ourselves first as spirit beings before any kind of psychometric label, whether sanguine or melancholy or ENTP or INGF or blue or orange, whatever the color codes are, we are spirit and we operate with the reality of such, not only today in this gathering, but every day for the rest of our lives. In Jesus' name we have prayed. Amen and amen. In our text, observe the first thing it says, it says, I say then, walk in the spirit. And it's interesting that he says that because a lot of people are more excited about being moved in the spirit. You know, especially in Africa, we love the moves of the spirit. Isn't that so? 
you know the moves of the spirit receive it and everybody falls or the, you get slain or a prophecy comes or things get intense as it does sometimes here and people are collapsing the ushers are around you know handy just to make sure that after yokes are broken necks are not <laughs> right and that's great the moves those are the moves of the spirit they're important because you need not only experiences with god you need encounters with god however the human being was not designed to live based on encounters he was designed to live based on an intimate experience and so in our text does not say be moved in the spirit or be moved by the spirit again it's important to be moved by the spirit the bible says jesus was moved in compassion the words that jesus groaned in his spirit so there are moves of the spirit which are essential but they are also uh, walk the walk in the spirit is a different thing the walk in the spirit requires a level of intelligent application of your faculties are you following this now the moves of the spirit don't always have to do with an intelligent application if i speak a word and i say concern due to you no longer have nightmares or intrusions in your dream when you sleep or issues with your sleep that the lord is going to restore peace to you and that is a move of the spirit which i believe speaks to where you are that is a move that speaks to where you are it's just smiling that's a that's a gift i can turn it on it's a move of the spirit it does not need to have intelligent rationale behind it. When I spoke to John, I did not know he had been out of work for five or six months. I didn't know that. That's a move of the spirit. And if I want to go into a move of the spirit right now, we can galvanize it. I think I've taught you enough basis for all of us to be able to flow in a dimension over the next five. We can generate an atmosphere. Are you getting that now? However, spiritual maturity is not about how you can galvanize gifts in the spirit. It's about how you can align yourself intelligently with the protocols and the governance of the spirit this is the difference between exerting energy to break through a window and having the access codes that allow you to unlock the door so that you can still use the door at another time are you following that it is the difference between consistent application of oneself to the truth of God as revealed by the Spirit and the desperate search or clamor for breakthrough or outstanding things. He does not say mount up with wings here. Mount up with wings is very important, but that's a move of the Spirit. He says walk. In other words, I want your physical apparatus to be in touch with the earth. But even though you are in touch with the earth, there's a spirit control that is governing your life. Are you following this? There's a spirit control that is there. Why is this important? One of the major reasons important is that the, the moves of the spirit can be addictive. Are, are you aware of that? You can become addicted to power moves. So the Holy Ghost is moving, everybody falls down. It can become addictive even for the minister. The one through whom the supply of the spirit is flowing primarily in the space he can become you know a junkie because people get high on different things right when you're in the world you got high on alcohol or men men alcohol girl alcohol club alcohol and all of that when you get into the kingdom you can get addicted to preaching you can get high to singing Preaching not to minister to people or feed people, but just the joy and the thrill of holding the microphone and commanding the attention of many intelligent minds. Oh, can we talk right now? 
So Paul is teaching them and it says the goal is not to be jumping up and down in the spirit. He said walk in the spirit and what will happen, you will not, you can hold it, you will not do what? Fulfill the lust of the flesh. What is lust? Lust is intense desire. It is concentrated aspiration towards a desired thing. That's what lust is, right? So in the original language, lust is not necessarily a bad thing, right? That's why the Bible says the flesh lusts against the spirit and the spirit lusts against the flesh. So in the original text, understand what he's saying here. It says that the lust, or rather the spirit lusts against the flesh. The desire of the spirit is strongly against the desire of the flesh. So what he's saying is, instead of you trying to fight the flesh, come help me, uh, Mr. Lucia, come help me, Mr. Mbono, Maz Mbono, please come help me, my, my favorite illustration <laughs> illustrator do you use adobe because you're an illustrator sample will get in two years two years two years two four months right so you're the flesh flesh you're over here i've lived all my life here just face me all my life under the control of this guy i've lived all my life under the control this is a bit too stuff <laughs> oh my god. Sorry. Like, what's going on here? <laughs> I'm sorry. You know, you, you, you get what I mean. All my life, under the control of the flesh, the flesh has dictated, dictated everything I've ever wanted. The kind of moves I made, what I ate, when I ate, and all of that. The flesh. So I'm more familiar with the flesh. So even when I become born again, don't forget, I'm born again where? In the spirit. My physical system, my physical body is already at a disadvantage. The disadvantage is not just that it naturally likes the flesh. Not only does it naturally like the flesh, it is also skilled in the flesh. It is skilled in the ways of the flesh. I've developed habits, patterns, idiosyncrasies, tendencies, neurological pathways that fire off sometimes by themselves. Oh, can I talk to somebody? Without my permission, they can go into a sequence. The protocol can be triggered by anything, right? And so my natural tendency is that even though I am born again and I know the law of God or the standards of God, I'm still struggling in my flesh. Romans chapter 8 is happening to me. That there is another law in my members. So that the things I really want to do, I am not able to do. The things I don't want to do, I find myself doing. So I don't want to sleep over my boyfriend's house, but I'm sleeping over my boyfriend's house, and my sleepover leads to a sleepover. Uh, are you seeing that? Because even if you give Holy Ghost gap, <laughs> when rubbing gets thick, there will be bloodlines. Uh-huh. So some of y'all know getting there. That revelation is too deep. 
and then you start asking for Paula to part on it. But anyway, so, so, so if you don't understand, just write it down, write it down. See, I, I need to ask, what, what, what was that about? It's a deeper level of hidden mystery. So because you give Holy Ghost gap, and then at some point, somebody wants to slip their hands somewhere. And from slipping hands to slipping other things. Alright. The body is used to that. And so what the body now does is that it says, I will not do this thing. I will not slip over. I will not watch the wrong stuff. I will not eat the wrong stuff. I will do, I will not break my fast before social growth, spiritual growth quest. I will not. Paul says, the not does not work. Because the knot only ties you deeper in the knot. Are you seeing? Have you tried to disentangle maybe your shoelaces or maybe ladies your hair or something used to tie your hair? But the more you try to sort of like untangle it, the more tangled it became. Are you here? That's what happens when you're trying to overcome the flesh with the power of the flesh. You go deeper in the flesh. So Paul says what you do is that you walk in the spirit. So even though I am here now, watch this now. Watch this. Try to hold me but not so. so yeah. I'm held down by this. There's a body of death. Uh, let me quickly explain what the body of death is. In Romans 6, 7, and 8, we'll see the struggle of Paul, which is a struggle every believer will grow through. You will have one thing in your life that you don't want to do, that you find yourself doing. Until you grow through this revelation, not as a theological concept, but as the intimate infusion of Christ's life on the inside of you. Is somebody here? Some of you are in the struggle right now. How many of you have been through the struggle? You've been through it. You came through it. How many of you are in the struggle right now? Don't be shy. Everybody's that somewhere. All right. And by the way, sometimes it might be like three or four of those kind of struggles. Depending on how experienced you were in the flesh. For many people who grew up in maybe like safe havens and Christian homes and church backgrounds, you're going to have maybe one or two of them. They'll keep tripping you over and over and over until you understand this. For those who are very experienced in the world, Shanawali, you might have like 17. The Holy, the Holy Ghost will have to be helping you. <laughs> so, so what happens is, Paul says, in this fight, you don't win by force, you win by focus. You don't win by force. Force will take me deeper into failure. But focus will take me higher in faith. Looking unto Jesus, the author and the finisher of my faith. So what needs to happen is I concentrate on the Christ. And what I concentrate on will become concentrated in my life. And when it becomes concentrated in my life, what used to hold me down will no longer be able to hold me down. Death could not hold Jesus down, not because he was just sinless, but because he was too full of life for death to be able to hold him. So when the capacity of your spirit is loaded with sufficient light, it will naturally evolve from that struggle. Oh my gosh. 
It is not about an act. You don't act your way into spiritual maturity. You heart your way into it. Out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. So what do I talk about? What I focus on. So here's what he says. It said, walk in the spirit and you will not fulfill lust of the flesh. So check this out. I'm gripped. Leave me alone. Leave me alone. I said, no. Leave me alone. Leave me alone. I don't like to say, oh, God, God, I've done it again. Yeah, yeah, God, I'm sorry. Oh, God, I promise I will do it. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Angels be like, said that three months ago. And then you hear a teaching like this that says, it is not about the grip of sin. It's about the grace of Christ. So you focus on the Christ and say, I walk in the Spirit. As you're saying that and fellowshipping, the capacity of your inner man is expanding. The life of God is busting into your consciousness. Therefore, guess what happens? The grip on your mind is becoming slack and loose. Because you're not concentrating on the grip, you're concentrating on the grace. And it says, the spirit lost against the flesh. In other words, the spirit fights, greatly desires what the flesh does not. So the more I walk in this, the less conscious I am of that. Somebody say, I understand it. And one day I'm going to look back and be like, oh wow, it's been six months. It's been nine months. It's been two years. It's been four years. Ten years. And my consciousness, my soul is free to handle other kingdom matters. Instead of being stuck in a cycle of repentance. The song say, low button. Are you hearing what I'm saying? So that's why Paul says, thank you very much, brothers. That's why Paul says, walk in the spirit. Somebody say, I walk in the spirit. So I do not fulfill the lust of the flesh. Say louder, say, I I walk in the spirit and I do not fulfill the lust of the flesh. Please understand that this is important. It's as I walk in the spirit that the fruit of the spirit will become revealed and manifested in my life. It is possible to have the gifts of the spirit. The gifts of the spirit talk about the charisma of the believer. Charismata, right? But the fruits of the spirit talk about the character of the believer. The charisma determines what God can do through you for others. The character determines how much of God can dwell in you in manifest reality. Now, I can use the keyboard. We use the keyboard, right? Uche uses the keyboard, but you don't take this keyboard home. Are you following this? You're not intimate with this keyboard. You use the keyboard. Are you following this? When you get married, you will have your wife. <laughs> that sounds like, of course. That's not the revelation. Both of you will use yourselves constructively. Apparently. And you will take her everywhere. That is the difference between being used by God and being intimate with God. 
God can use you in such a massive way, but there's no intimacy. So every time you come to the public, because God gives you grace and gift, and the gift of God are without repentance, the sick get healed, the message is still powerful, you sing and people fall under the anointing, but in your secret life, you are an embarrassment to the kingdom of God. Because you do not walk in the spirit, even though sometimes you move in the spirit. Do you see it? So walking in the spirit is I've got my foot on the ground and I'm taking steps proactively in the direction of the dictates of the spirit. This is how the impact of the spirit is seen. In Matthew chapter 7, Jesus shows us something very important. Matthew 7, and somebody needs this right now for their lives from verse 15. He said, beware of false prophets who come to you in sheep's clothing. But inwardly, they are ravenous wolves. <laughs> so outside, now some of you, this is a warning to a few persons here. Some of you are from families where you grew up chasing prophets. Before you travel, somebody has to prophesy. Papa, prophesy. <laughs> prophesy, Papa. In fact, there are some of you here who give your money more to prophets than to your leaders in the house. Oh yeah, can I come there? I like the way some people are just looking straight. This is an important thing. It's a reflection of spiritual immaturity for you to spend more money on your neighbor's house than the house in which you're fed weekly. Oh, you have never thought about, thought about it. There are dirty dishes in your own house. But just of course, you are that three houses down the line. That's the place where you must go and mop the floor. If it's your sub, receive it. If it's not your sub, laugh. <laughs> there are needs inside your own house. But you will not see any access to contribute your value. But at the slightest prophecy somewhere, online or offline, you are quick. Look at somebody say you need to grow up. The said, by the way, I'm not saying every prophet is, is a ravenous wolf, but many are. That's why Jesus spoke about it. He said, beware of false prophets who come to you in what? Sheep's clothing. In other words, if you're not trained in the spirit, you will not know that they are wolves. Because they understand packaging. That's sheep's clothing. They understand swag, the language of the times, the technology of the age. It says, but inwardly they are what? Oh, come and talk about it right now. How will you know them? You will know them by their, not by their gifts. You will know them by their fruits. Now, here is the deal about gifts and fruits. Your gift does not need time for it to manifest. If I give Derry, Derry, come real quick. If I give Derry these glasses as a gift, she puts it on immediately. It elevates her optics how quickly? How quickly? How quickly? Immediately, instantly. However, if I want to judge her by our fruits, fruits take time to manifest. 
That means you don't really know anybody until you've seen them through cycles of reproduction. <sighs> oh, come on, KM, to talk to me, even preach. So, some of you, you connect with people immediately. You're like, I sense God on him. Sensor. Sensei. Let me tell you. I watch every, I love everybody. You, you all know I'm the love guy. I'm a love man. But I watch everybody. And after two or three cycles of watching you, I already know what you're ready for and what you're not ready for. I don't cancel you. Right? But I exclude you from certain things that may <laughs> complicate your life based on what you're showing me. Are you understanding this? Some of us, we walk in the emotions, not in the spirits. We walk in the sentiments, not in the spirit. So your connections to people, ministries, assignments, relationships are all about how it makes me feel. Jesus said we know them not by the feelings you feel when they feel you. But by their fruits. Why do men gather tangerine from melon plants? Shout it louder. That means... That somebody who's not qualified can be given a gift. But for you to bear fruit, it requires a measure of maturity. It requires solidity, ruggedness. Listen please. For any plant to bring forth fruit, number one, that plant has stayed in one place long enough for it to take roots. I'm not impressed by people who jump here today and they are there tomorrow and doing this today and doing that tomorrow. It's a different thing from you're doing this and then you add on and add on and add on because you have capacity. Are you getting what I'm saying? You will know them by, you will fully recognize them by their fruits. There is no plant that is planted today and bears fruit today. None. For that plant to bear fruit, do you know that the sun has to shine on it? In other words, fruit happens after you've taken the heat. Harsh conditions. Adversarial conditions. It says that the Lord is a sun and a shield, Psalm 84 verse 11. The Lord is a sun and a shield. He will give grace and glory. Nothing good will he withhold from them that trust him. When the sun is manifest and also manifest as heat. Are you following this? And the heat comes to help the seed. I'm jumping the gun, jumping the gun. To help the seed to receive light, photosynthesis. By their fruit shall know them. He said, do men pick grapes? Do men gather grapes from thorn bushes or figs from thistles? Even so, every good tree bears what? Good fruit. But a bad tree bears? So what it's telling us is, don't tell me I'm not a bad person. I don't need you to introduce yourself. Your fruit will introduce you to me. Oh, why are y'all too shy to respond to the truth this morning? Like you guys want to eat some fruit. Please listen to somebody say, I don't need your voice. 
your fruits are speaking volumes. Kalibosa. <laughs> the sword is cutting deep. Is it? Is it? Can I go a little further? Or should I preach you happy? No. This is one of the puzzles missing in the Nigerian church. Everybody wants to dance around a bonfire of activities and spiritual events. But when it comes to character, patience, contentment, reliability, faithfulness, solidity, serving without asking for rewards or recognition, folks don't want to be there. But when it's operation, kill my neighbor today, that I may inherit his well tomorrow. Here they come standing. Flesh. Somebody say, I am that good tree. I bring forth good fruit. Even so, every healthy, sound tree bears good fruit, worthy of admiration. But the sickly, decaying, worthless tree, what does it do? It bears forth bad fruit. And what does it say? Every tree that does not bear good fruit is cut down and thrown into the fire the second time he's saying it again therefore by their their fruits you will fully know them look at your neighbor say i used to think i knew you but from today i will now recognize you by your fruits Please, I'm going to look for a man. Many of us are wearing lovely suits this morning. But look for a man. Say, I wouldn't know you by your suits. I will know you by your fruits. Oh, y'all not looking for men wearing there. Look for any man, even though they might not be wearing a suit. Say, I don't know you by your suits. I know you by your fruits. Do you know that it's possible to wear a sharp blazer, but you're burning everywhere down with a blaze of lusts? Oh, can I preach uh, right now? Are you hearing what I'm, what I'm saying? Are you hearing what I'm saying? So come help me real quick. You see, because sometimes we look at things, right? We just look at things and say that, Listen to this. I put the suit on the table. It doesn't make it suitable. You removed your glass. We've closed this up. <laughs> so many of us do, look at what we do. We use physical science to judge people. He was nice to me. 
You don't understand. He was nice to you. He will soon be knife to you. Somebody shout, I know them by their fruit. Don't you know when they want to slaughter a chicken, they first of all sort of like rub. They caress it. Whoever killed chicken before? Right? They start sharpening the knife. Oh, sharp, rap, rap. Like, but where is sharp go? It's about to cut you through. That's not your portion. You will fully know them by their fruits. And then it says that any tree, okay, then after that, it says, not everyone who says to me, Lord, Lord, will enter the kingdom of heaven. So please understand, he's not just talking about people who talk to others and say, I'm a nice guy, I'm a nice guy. He's saying that there's a depth of deception that this will carry even to God. And before God, they will say to God, I'm your man. Because Lord means owner. But God says you can't be mine and be doing that repeatedly. But can I talk right now? You can't call me Lord and consistently override the nudgings and the promptings and the leadings and the pastors and the spiritual leadership I put over your life to govern you outside of the culture and the trap of your worldly lifestyle is saying that if you are mine, the fruits got to show it. This is the reason there is wisdom in being friends with somebody and seeing them in different environments for a while before saying yes. Because you don't even know what you're saying yes to. Because some people, watch this, environment matters. Someone who is cool in a freezer can be steam in the pot. <laughs> You're not hearing what I'm saying. So they are in the garden of believers. Say, boy, cool, gone. Then a little heat in the world, the steam comes now, patching your face. Vice versa, with ladies, you know, guys will be like, ah, see how she's worshiping. And the song is, I'll be there. Worshiping all of the days of my life, and you think she's singing to you in your mind. You're very, oh wow, see, you see, people see all sorts, people see all sorts in this world. I didn't know, you know, why people stuff that I do, you know, why people stuff I do. That's how somebody said, Wow, see, Pastor Dami's nails, they are so clean and sharp. The person necessarily mean anything bad was a compliment, right? But it occurred to me that people see all sorts. I'd never thought about it. So actually, from that day, I always started. I'm like, read the message, not my fingers. But similarly, in the house of God, sometimes during worship, people lift all the hands. Some people are trying, our nails clean. So this one, if our nails can be clean, my house will be clean. My children will be neat. Oh, look at your neighbor saying, Fruit. Somebody say fruits. 
It says not everyone who says so. so you look at that sister and be like, oh, she's just an amazing person. And you see her shedding tears. Her makeup running down like mud along the bank of the river. You feel so touched and tenderly moved. The gentleman in you is about to bring out your pocket square to just dab it a little bit. Looks like a romantic movie. Everything slows down. Slight blur on the technicolor visuals. Effect on the depth of field. So you see yourself sashaying in a field of wheat. Running in drapes, mellifluous colors as the evening bird song serenade your soul. someone is listening to the teaching very very important <laughs> so I've traveled and Uche took us there it's like the frame rate of the camera changed in slow-mo anyway so you look at her and you be like ah bone of my bone this is not bone of your bone she's bone of your throat he choke. Know them by their fruit. Jesus says the greatest evidence of a person is not what they say, it's what they produce. I can install the sound of your voice in a machine. It does not make the machine you. The fact that you can hear the voice of God through them does not mean they are godly. Fruit. Fruit is not given. Fruit is produced. It's the genetic release of the inner essence of that plant. Are you following this now? So he says, that's how you can know them. Not everybody. Who says, Lord, Lord, shall enter the kingdom of heaven. But he who does the will of my father in heaven. Many will say in that day, next verse. Many will say to me, Jesus says. Many daring, they will literally see Jesus. And say, ah, J-boy. One European child, ah, 48. I don't judge J-boy. Just to be like Benny J-boy. I'm a martini. Bros. J. Make her, make her enter now. Me, Baba La Prophet, that year. <laughs> From Orioke to Ori. Say, we prophesied in your name. Cast out demons in your name. And this word occurred to me that the devil
devil can actually set up a demonology cinema center. A demon, listen to this, can literally leave a body in the name of Jesus at the mouth of a false prophet. So that you believe that the man has power. Not knowing that he's creating vacancy for seven times more three days later. Because Jesus never said, no, you did not. Come on, y'all. Come on. Jesus is eh? Where did you prophesy? Eh? Onira, Lorira. Yeah, my potato. Lorira. Yeah, my sugar baby. Lorira. Jesus doesn't say that. He said, We've done these things in your name. Go to the next verse, verse 23. And then I will declare to them, I never knew you. So depart from me, you who what? Somebody say practice. That's the word there. It does not mean people who fall into lawlessness. Say people that make lawlessness their practice. Says I don't, I don't know them. He says if I know you, you will not practice lawlessness. He said, what I will deposit in you will make you averse. We're telling you there's something wrong with this. I don't want to be a part of it. Are you following? Now, Jesus never says, oh, it's a lie. I, I, I never, uh, you never prophesied. He didn't say that. So they prophesied. He didn't say, you never cast out demons. No, no they cast out demons. But I said, what they said, said we've done it in your name. So they did it in his name, but they didn't do it for his sake. There's a difference. You can go to Uche and pick up my phone or Toby's my phone or some, my device or something now. Go to Toby and pick up my iPad. Say, Pastor Dami said... Oh, there's one guy that used my name. If anybody knows that gentleman, you need to tell him he needs to come. Otherwise, he will keep going just like Cain wandered into the dry places of the earth. That's what will happen. So he needs to come so we can help his life. But sometimes you give him my iPad. That's in my name. But then you access the iPad, maybe you format it or you break it or something that's not for my sake so what is jesus saying here is saying i never knew you somebody say knowledge say knowledge what's that knowledge that knowledge is not just mental knowledge because obviously how can they be standing in front of jesus and just i never knew you so that tells you that he's not talking about mental acquiescence He's not speaking about the ability of the natural senses to recognize the presence of a person. He is talking about an intimate infusion or exchange of life. He's talking about communion or koinonia. Somebody say, I never knew you. It's the same knowledge that exists between a man and a woman. Of Adam knowing his wife and then bringing forth what? Cain and Abel or the what? The what? Fruit of the womb. 
So the fruits you produce is a function of who you are known by. Are you getting it now? In other words, if you are intimate with the world, you will incubate the world. If you are intimate with the Christ, you will incubate the Christ and bring forth the fruits of the Christ order. Somebody say, I understand it. I never knew you. So spiritual fruitfulness starts with spiritual intimacy. Intimacy is also into me. See. See into me. So David said, look into me. Search and see if there be any wicked way in me. So David was saying, God, I want to be intimate with you so that I can be impregnated by you. I can incubate you and then I can bear fruits just like you. Just like a man knows his wife on the marital bed and the woman takes in or gets pregnant by the seed of the man. When I'm intimate with God and I open up to him, guess what happens? The seed of God is planted in my spirit are you following this and even though it might take nine months for the fruit to show I'm carrying the seed already is there anybody right in here who might not be the most patient person in the world yet but if any man be in Christ he's a new creature all things have passed away and all things see me they have become new somebody shout I'm carrying the seed of God Shout aloud, I'm carrying the seed of God. The Bible says that we are born of the incorruptible seed of the word of God. Tinu understands something in the Greek. The word is exactly the same word as the seed of a man. Spamu is the word. He's saying that the seed of God or the sperm of God has been deposited in my spirit and that my spirit has the parameters to incubate that seed. And to bring into the material realm the physical form of that seemingly invisible seed. Are you getting what I'm saying right now? So my spirit man transforms the invisible seed into visible fruit. The command to man was not be seedful. The command to man was be who gives the seed? Who brings the fruit? Fruit. Who brings the fruit? Why say man? You. Who brings the fruit? Oh, you're not bringing fruit. Who brings the fruit? Minister Vicky, you're not bringing fruit. Araulu, you're not bringing fruit. Yeah, so this is the get jobs without applying for it, Connor. <laughs> we celebrate your testimony. It's amazing. But please keep applying for jobs. Be like, ah, in our church, we didn't even apply for jobs. <laughs> it's true. It's true, but amen. You do your part. So who brings the fruit? In the relationship between a man and a wife, between me and LT, who brought the seed? Everybody lay hands, stretch hands towards... Oh, Garina, say receive, receive, receive. Who brought the seed? Who brought the fruit? The fruit of the womb. 
is brought by the feminine dimension of the relationship. Woman is womb man. The man with the womb. Christ is the head. The church is the bride. Christ puts a seed in the heart of the church. The church converts the seed of Christ into the fruit of the spirit. Oh, some of you didn't get that. Some of you are not excited about that. All you want is the fruit of the womb. Is there anybody who's excited about the fruit of the spirit? That when you're intimate with Christ, that when you get into Christ, Christ gets into you and in the secret place. Where does intimacy happen? In the secret place. This is the reason many people have no fruit in the public place because they lack intimacy in the secret place. So you're in the public place, you're always irritable. No fruit. Because your lover has not pampered you in the private place. Look at somebody say, stop having quickies with God. Stop having quickies. Oh, some of you didn't hear what I just said. If you're scandalized already, you have no right to be except you're under 18. Help me get out of your seat and look at somebody who's looking like they're embarrassed and flushed and say, I know you look innocent, but stop having quickies with God. Oh, can I preach this one? Some of you, until growth quest, you were always having quickies. Let me quickly read John 3.16. That's a quickie. Let me quickly say a prayer on the go. That's a quickie. La cuckoo, la cuckoo, la maya. I have prayed. That's a quick. That's a quickie. Zwa la kata. That's a quickie. You don't know how to beleko tigede. Every bakubala. And the makwale say. Every bakula. Entosila matula. A grupa. When you go deep in God and your tongue starts to change and you know that you are evolving in the spirit, that's not a quickie, that is three rounds with God. Make love to me, my love. Is anybody hearing what I'm saying right about now? God wants to impregnate you not only with a little child. Some of you will have twins, triplets, quadruplets. You are bringing forth fruit. If it's not you, keep on sitting down looking the way you're looking. But if it's you I'm talking to, shout, make love to me, God. Shout aloud and say, Lord, I am open. Lord, I am ready. Lord, I am available. I choose to be fruitful. I choose to be fruitful. I am not barren. I am productive. I am not cast down. I am fruitful. Make it your prayer in one minute. Having been born again, not of corruptible seed, but incorruptible through the word of God, which lives, lives. The word of God lives. It's a living organism. As you incubate the word, the spirit of that word will take over your internal organs. It will be planted. Zota Kava Sublakataka, Afri Spokendo Siakosh, 
Olosukaria, Avreko Pocotelevras, Zuvekele Batublatias. You are that good tree. You are the good tree. You're not the bad one. Sometimes you need to be trimmed. You need to be pruned. Jesus said the one that brings forth, I will trim it. So it can continue to bring forth much more. John 15. Jerry P, you are a good tree. Sometimes the Lord will prune you and nip off some branches so that you can blossom, so that you can come brighter. He said, walk in the spirit and you will not fulfill the lust of the flesh. Esther, he says, that's the key. That's the solution. Walk in the spirit. 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 That is the key. Walk in the spirit. Walk in the spirit. Walk in the spirit. You will not fulfill the lust of the flesh. A pineapple's plant will not bring forth mango. A tree, the tree of righteousness, will bring fruits of righteousness. In Jesus' name we've prayed. Many things I wanted to cover, but I couldn't just remain prayerful standing. I want to close now. But media, if it can give us the 12 kinds of fruit that God wants to produce through the life of every believer. It's in my outline. If you can take a screenshot, a, a screen, uh, an image, a picture of it, that would be great. Number one, the fruit of the ground. That is the fruit of the, your sphere of work. So even though we start with the fruit of the Spirit, I sense that I'm not even going to finish the fruit of the Spirit in second service. So we might continue next week. But number one, the fruit of the ground. For those who are not going to stay for second service, just want to give you this list. The fruit of the ground. God wants to prosper your ground. The ground where you work needs to bring forth fruit. And I know that the Holy Spirit does not just have implications on our physical bodies. He also has uh, implications on the ground, on the earth. How do I know? Before any man was made, he was already moving on the face of the earth. Remember? So his first contact with the earth was the waters of the earth. It says that the earth was formless and void. The Spirit of God is upon the face of the earth. And then God said, and the Spirit of God incubated the Word of God in the womb of its own internal entrails and began to flesh out the agenda of God, causing the waters to divide into pan, causing the earth to begin to regain its own texture and the original beauty God had in mind. So the Holy Ghost is able to also affect even the geography, the space. Curses can be broken over the ground where you work. Is somebody following? Number two, the fruit of the body. The fruit of the body. The things that you can produce because you have a body. Number two. Number three, there's such a thing as fruit. Fruit in his season. 
So there are certain seasons in your life that must produce certain kinds of fruit. Some seasons just discover that you're just having favorable relationships. Many times because you already sowed a seed or God already planted a revelation about it or a prophecy that you incubated and all of a sudden your produce is a fruit of a season. So there are seasonal fruits. Are you following? Just like some fruits are not in season right now. Then there is the fruit of the womb. None shall lack their, their children. And every time I pray this, I always like to include that some of you, when you were in the world, you did certain things that may have compromised your possibilities of bearing a child. But I pray under God that the same regenerative capacities that has made you born again gives you a brand new womb. And that not only will you carry one child, you will carry as many as you desire. In the name of Jesus. For those who have not been through that, don't do things that will compromise it. As a pastor's prophecy, I'm receiving it in advance. Angel, my angels take notes. Those people are not included inside this. <laughs> Number five, there's the fruit of their own way. So there is a way somebody is moving. There's a way somebody is moving. There's a way Derek can carry herself. And I already know the kind of fruit that will come out of it. How many of you knew that certain people were going to graduate the first class before they did? You, need, you knew in year one that out of these people, these guys four point something there is the fruit of your way there is a way you are already walking that the fruit is set so if you don't like the way your life is looking check out the seeds you are sowing in certain ways you might not it might be very tough for you to admit that it's because of something that has happened but if it's a protracted pattern I'm not talking about one off thing like Job or whatever it's a protracted pattern different places in your life it seems like things don't just work out Either you're walking the wrong ground or you're not sowing the right seed or you're not tilling that ground. Are you following? There's the fruit of the way. There's a way you know that somebody is going to break through. There's a disposition they have. There's a courage they have. There's a discipline they have. Then there is the fruit of the, of the wicked, which is sin. The fruit of the wicked is sin. There's the fruit of the righteous, which is the tree of life. The fruit of the righteous. I have so much faith. I'm still looking at this screen. Number eight, there's the fruit of his mouth. The fruit of your mouth. By the fruit of your mouth, will your belly be full? So there's the fruit of your mouth. The seeds in your heart become the fruit of your mouth. Then there's the fruit of your hands. The virtuous woman, the Bible speaks about the fruit of her hands. See all those fruits, 12 different kinds. Then there's the fruit of their thoughts. Your thoughts are also seeds. Yep. That's the reason the Bible says, let the weak say I'm strong. Let the poor say I'm rich. It's not a lie. It's choosing what seeds you accept. Nigeria is hard. Nigeria is hard for who? I'm not one of them. I'm, uh, Some of you, as I said, you might like, eh, I'm one of them. No problem. I break it for you in Jesus' name. But if you insist, you see, all those things, I can, I can help you with your way. I can look at the way you're going to say, no, don't do that. But I can't really help you with your thoughts beyond teaching you and sharing the way I process my thoughts with you. I will never get into your cranial cage. Yeah, your skull cap. <laughs> your brain box. And say, yeah, dearie, mm, reject that thought. Shake your head three times. 
Said, are you being colonized? She calling Ben is calling carrying you. He calling. Come on, I love that. That's the fruit of joy right there. Who's that person bubbling with so much joy? I love people who laugh. There's somebody who had like a historical. Is that for me? Oh, that's Bimbo. Okay, let it out. All right. Okay. So this is a amen. Hallelujah. We got there. Fruit of your thoughts. Every thought is a seed. Every thought. No thought comes neutral. Every thought is loaded. That's why it says whatever things are just, good, of kind, honest, of good report. If there's any virtue, a media, I think it might help to give us a dark background and light text because you know the refraction and all that stuff that will happen on people's phones when you use a white background. And then finally, the fruit of your doings. So your deeds too are seeds. Yep. That's why the Bible says, and every man will be rewarded for everything he has done, whether it's good or bad. I mean, like, why not go on a good deed spree? Why not be eager? As in, like, go offensive on this, you see. But the first one has to be the spirit. So the reason the fruit of the spirit is important is the fruit of the spirit will affect all these other fruits, right? Do you know that joy can affect the fruit of your mouth? Right? Goodness can affect the, good, the fruit of your body. Kindness can affect the fruit of your hands. So the fruit of the spirit is core because it spills over into every other thing. If you import the fruit of the spirit into your business model, you will have the best customer service in the world. Long-suffering patience, we might touch on that in a second. Are you following? So God is not one kind of disillusioned man up there bored and trying to give you a set of rules. He's giving you protocols for productivity. Protocols for prosperity. Protocols for divine providence. Do you see? So it's not a highfalutin, keep it somewhere. Meekness is that the customer comes and says, Ah! What it means is, I will accomplish madness for you. And you say, I will reveal Christ to you. Meekness. It says that when he was assaulted, he did not revile. He did not say, hey, you don't know who I am. <laughs> I will show you by me all things were made. Nose beyond made. Oh, my nose has disappeared. Nose has disappeared. Like if I was Jesus, I would do some really amazing things just to tell people to watch themselves. But guess what? I will be a living gift, not a living sacrifice. Sacrifice is, I can do this thing. But for a higher cause and for the person I worship and honor, I will not do it. If you can't stay for second service, I'll teach even more. Did somebody get something this morning? Can you raise your hands just one minute? Say, Lord, garden me. I'm your soil. I'm your ground. I'm your field. I'm your womb. Place your seed in me, God. Thank you. Dino. Thank you, dear. Place your seed in me, God. Let my life be like those baskets on stage today. Filled with the fruits of righteousness. 
that like a, a farmer rejoices over harvest when you look at kings when you look at us you will see fruits from children's church you'll see fruit from welcome and assimilation you will see fruit from the welfare team who worked hard to provide this fiscal fruit you'll see fruit from KMT from KPA there'll be no fruitless part of this house you'll see fruit in master life you'll see fruit in the sound and technical team you'll see fruit from the lecky expression that is growing stronger each week you will see fruit oh God come on somebody wave your hands feel the dew of Hermon coming upon your soul there is the rain of refreshing I see it all over the Lord is saturating your roots Zevras Kabata, Shilahan Namakos, Ropotokovrizabadis Kabatish, Hulako Protovazimadasi. We adore you, God. It's a fruitful house. Eleko Sibaratash. Fruits. By our fruits, we are known to be the children of God. We are known to be saved. We are known to be in the Spirit. Not by their tongues, not by their gifts, not by their suits, not by their skirts, but by their fruits. In this house, we are known, no God. Pray that the seeds already incubated in your spirit man germinate. Every believer has potential to be the most patient people people around them know. Every believer has potential to be the meekest person their family members know. By the way, if your colleagues and your family members don't attest to these things, it does not matter how well you preach, sing, or pray. You have a lot of work to do in the fruit area because guess what? The first set of people that should recognize a fruit are those who are closest to the tree. So don't tell me that, well, it's because they don't know me. It's because they know you. And you have the privilege of feedback. Maximize it whilst you have it. If people you live with still say, oh, you need to work on the anger issues. Don't say, no, 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 I don't need to. Oh, you need to work on your humility. I think you're a little proud. Eh, it's because you don't know me. No. If that comes from at least two to three quarters at home, at work, or around the street, it's an area where the fruit of the Spirit must be cultivated, galvanized, enriched. Nobody's condemning you, but we are calling you to hire. We're challenging you to move beyond leaves and flowers. I'll talk about that in the second service. There are levels of productivity. There's the level of the shoots. There's the level of leaves and flowers. But God doesn't want to stop there. He wants fruit. Father, we give you praise. Sweet Holy Spirit, you are training us. You are leading us. You are helping us. You are guiding us. We will bring forth fruit. We will not deflect the harvest. We will not delay the harvest. We yield to the dew for the harvest. Thank you, Holy Spirit of God. This week we are more conscientious. We are more sensitive. We are more humble. We are more meek. We are more patient. When the agbero or the bus conductor is acting all nasty and armpits oozing all kinds of a dory pungent smells 
long suffering will not be lacking we will be kind not only to people that we think can do us good we will not be stingy and strategic alone with our kindness we will be organic and authentic our good works will not only be positional there will be kingdom constitutional. We will not do good works so that somebody can say, oh, recommend us for promotion or elevation or ordination. We will do it because we are indeed good. We are good because you are good to us and you are good in us. And you work all things together for our good. Father, bless my sons and my daughters. For men and every woman and their own sons and daughters. Spiritual, physical, biological, everyone. Until this house is a big basket, busting with fruits of kindness and meekness spilling all over, joy in abundance, peace overflow. Hey, Shapukaba, patience, meekness. Thank you, Father. It's done right now in Jesus' name. I know that I've heard you shout amen louder than that before. Clap your hands, all you people. It's okay for you to. Do you want to shout? Shell, it's good to see you shouting. Shout! Look at a neighbor, say you look fruity, you look fruity. Look at someone, say you look fruity, 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 fruity. Ha, and my fruit is here. Hallelujah. <laughs> you wonder why I always have the juice? Because I'm the fruit and I get the squeeze. Fruit juice. Generation is rising on an emerging generation of kings. To join this growing community of kings, visit www.kingdomcentral.org and send your full name and email address to 0908-123-4566. One more thing, someone you know needs this. Kindly share this now.